Hey there, listener. This is Zach. If you've already listened to the first episode, you'll notice that I refer to the podcast several times as Pop of the Morning. That's because it was Pop of the Morning. It's not Pop of the Morning anymore. It's unfoiled now. Decided to go ahead and change it now as opposed to later on down the road because there's a chance that maybe at some point down the road, if I've exhausted everything that Pop-Tarts has to offer me, that I'll want to explore other areas of interest. So Unfoiled is a title that still grounds this into the realm of toaster pastries, but it's kind of general enough that uh, it can be about something else. So it's Unfoiled now. Uh, I don't really feel like re-recording the first episode or even parts of the first episode. Call it laziness, but I just don't really feel like doing that again. So the first episode, the podcast is referred to as Pop of the Morning. But moving forward, it'll be referred to as Unfoiled. You're listening to Pop of the Morning, a conversational podcast from Tart to Finish. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Pop of the Morning, Episode 1. First episode. Hopefully not the last. No promises, though. I'm your host and toaster pastry raconteur, Zach Emerson, and I decided to record this podcast for people like my coworker who went their entire lives not realizing Pop-Tarts can and should be toasted. Giving him his first play of toasted Pop-Tarts was akin to Morpheus giving Neo the red pill. He was finally awake, and nothing would be the same again. For this episode, I'll be running solo while I get a feel for how I want this to go. I'd like to have guests on that will tackle the difficult, cumbersome task of reviewing Pop-Tarts with me, but I need a sort of proof of concept before putting out the casting call. I'm also criminally bad at finishing things, so I need one episode on my belt, I think, before tricking people into recording with me. Anyways, today we're tackling what is arguably the Zeus of the Pop-Tart pantheon, the Superman of the Pop-Tart cinematic universe, Frosted Strawberry. Speaking on bias, this is not my favorite flavor of Pop-Tart, though it's likely the one I've had most frequently throughout my life. I would hazard a guess that this is what most people imagine when they picture Pop-Tarts. It's colorful, it's accessible, it's delightfully sweet. It's the perfect poster child for a breakfast toaster pastry brand. Um, Typically, what I'm going to try to do with these episodes is I'm going to have Pop-Tarts toasted and frozen now frozen is the lesser known preparation method for pop tarts but they have it right on the box they say that you can freeze them i've personally never had a frozen pop tart Um, i'm excited to see how that affects the overall experience so yeah we're gonna dive in pop the lid off this first episode Okay, so I am currently toasting a frosted strawberry. I have one frozen already uh, in prep for part two of this episode. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just going to kind of breeze through this because I've had frosted strawberry like a thousand times. So I'm not going to be experiencing anything new tonight that I haven't already experienced. But I am going to try to approach this with a analytical, critical mind. Uh, get a real sense for how the uh, jelly inside the tart uh, contrasts with the pretty bland crust 
um, the how the the frosting plays into the overall composition. Um, so here we go. So the thing about the toasted frosted strawberry is I definitely feel as though the otherwise pretty bland uh, pastry part of it uh, benefits from the uh, from being cooked and just giving a little bit of a crunch to it, a little bit of a of even sometimes a little bit of a, of a burn flavor that I personally enjoy, especially with something like this, because uh, otherwise I feel like the pastry just doesn't have enough flavor on its own to really cut into the tangy uh, high fructose syrup flavoring of the uh, strawberry filling because it's very strong, um, very sweet, uh, almost too sweet. But, but again, it's, it's definitely benefited by the Pop-Tart having just a little bit of a crisp to it. And uh, the, the frosting, I'll be honest with you, the frosting has never really factored into my overall uh, experience with the Pop-Tart. Uh, and the sprinkles are really just sort of a garnish. Uh, it all serves to create a very uh, pleasant presentation overall. It's it's a great Pop-Tart to look at. And like I kind of alluded to in the intro, I would definitely say that the overall imagery uh, captures what I think a lot of people picture when they picture Pop-Tarts. So uh, on the grounds of presentation, I would say the Frosted Strawberry is definitely... Uh, towards the top of the pack. In terms of overall flavor profile, uh, it is enjoyable. It's certainly more enjoyable to have it toasted as opposed to having it straight out of the pack. Uh, it's a great breakfast to have. I've had frosted strawberry a number of times uh, for breakfast going into work. Uh, and given the fact that Pop-Tarts are so quick and easy, uh, I can usually forgive uh, an otherwise... Um, kind of mundane and artificial flavoring uh, flavor profile. So uh, overall, I would give the Frosted Strawberry a three out of five. Uh, and that's really just on, on the grounds of the fact that it looks great and it tastes totally acceptable. So that's that's my overall feelings on, on the toasted Frosted Strawberry. Up next, I'm going to go ahead and try the Frosted Strawberry uh, Frozen. Okay, so I've got now the frozen Pop-Tart here, and I'm honestly looking forward to trying this one. I've never had a frozen Pop-Tart before. My initial gut take on this is that it's going to probably taste pretty similar to what a Pop-Tart tastes coming straight out of the package, which, personally, very boring, very uninspired uh, culinary experience having an uncooked or unfrozen Pop-Tart. To not do anything with a Pop-Tart and just eat it straight out of the package, uh, it's definitely the lesser form of Pop-Tart and, and should be avoided at all costs uh, if you are to really give Pop-Tarts a chance to shine uh, in consumption. Uh, so I am kind of lukewarm in terms of my expectations as to what it's going to be, but having never tried it before, I'm genuinely excited to see what it's like. So here we go. So I gotta be honest, I'm pretty pleasantly surprised with 
the frozen frosted strawberry Pop-Tart. Uh, I was expecting it to be a lot more bland, much more like how eating a Pop-Tart sort of the package tastes. Uh, and it does have a certain degree of blandness to it because it, it lacks that that char complexity that you get from the Pop-Tart being in the toaster. Uh, so that does work against it here. But where it shines is, quite honestly, in the jelly. I feel like the jelly, when cold, uh, carries a greater uh, fruitiness and sweetness that makes it more of, of like a dessert, which I would want out of a, out of a frozen pastry, uh, and, and it definitely delivers in the uh, in, in the frozen frosted strawberry uh, realm here. So uh, I gotta say, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with how this one tastes. Um, it, it again, I, I I do feel like the pastry part itself is pretty bland, and being frozen uh, doesn't do it any favors. But the the jelly part, I would I would honestly say is better frozen than it is toasted. Though I, I think I do prefer toasted over frozen as far as the frosted strawberry is concerned. Okay, so I've tried the toasted frosted strawberry and I've tried the frozen frosted strawberry uh, between the two. Um, it's a tough call because I quite honestly have been a little soured on the frosted strawberry Pop-Tart in general uh, as a result of this. I think that just getting the contrast of the two different preparation methods, I was forced to reconcile that the frosted strawberry is definitely more a middle-of-the-pack uh, Pop-Tart. This does not discourage me in my quest to review and prepare all the flavors of Pop-Tarts that Kellogg's provides. In fact, it really emboldens me because I now know that the throne is empty. Uh, Frosted Strawberry is a usurper. It is a false king, a false prophet. It may be the poster child as far as the media is concerned, but it, in a shape or form, embodies what makes Pop-Tarts great. So... Um, I'm looking forward to finding who the true king of the Pop-Tarts Pantheon is. Um, now, as far as which of these preparation methods is better, I'm going to have to go with toasted, though that is not to discredit the merits in which the frozen Pop-Tart uh, embodies, which is that the jelly is definitely much more flavorful uh, when frozen than it is toasted. So uh, with that, you know, I, I say, you know, go ahead and try this tart in the, in the two different variations that we've tried today and form your own opinion. See how you feel. Feel free to provide me uh, feedback in a voice message. Uh, I really have no idea where to take this beyond just talking about tarts, though. I am pleased to say that uh, a friend of mine who I called incessantly at the last minute because I panicked and didn't want to do this by myself, uh, he returned my call, and I will be providing his voicemail uh, in the next segment. Um, but as far as the frosted strawberry is concerned, we are done here. So...
Hey, Zach, it's uh, 6.11 a.m., and uh, just calling you because I got a few few missed calls from you, a few voicemails. Yeah, I've got uh, missed calls at uh, 117, 119, 123, 205, 207, 223, 417, 417, 417, and 5.35 a.m., according to what I'm seeing right now. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I was a little concerned uh, when you were calling me all through the night last night because uh, I was in the delivery room of the hospital, uh, as you knew. Because we are friends and we discuss these things. Uh, my wife was in labor last night. And so finally, after all that was done this morning, I was able to go back and listen and uh, listen, to your, listen to your voicemails there from those missed calls. Uh, I got 20 minutes of uh, talk about Pop-Tarts, man. And I gotta say, I'm equal parts worried and angry. Uh, the worried part, I think, is pretty obvious as to the reasons why. The anger, also obvious, uh, why you would call me about something like this at a time like the one I was in. But there's a second level of anger. And the second level of anger is that in all of these minutes of Pop-Tart talk, you're talking about frosted strawberry. You're talking about a flavor that's middle of the pack at best, and really not an accurate representation of the greatness that is the Pop-Tart name. I mean, it can't be denied, despite any situation that I may or may not have been in last night, that Pop-Tarts are, well, they're important. They're very important uh, in the history of what we deal with as human beings, what we deal with uh, as breakfast. And so I can't have you sitting here and talking about frosted strawberry. It's a great flavor. Wildberry's the way to go, man. We're gonna we're gonna have to talk about wildberry. Expect several calls on this. Also you're not allowed to see my kid ever. Bye. Well there you have it, folks. First episode in the bag and I pissed my friend off, so not a bad way to start this thing. If you liked what you heard, or at least were intrigued by what you heard, please tune in next time as we talk about the exciting Wildberry Pop-Tart. I'm very much looking forward to this one. And till then, you've been listening to Pop in the Morning. Take care. <laughs>